Holocaust survivor Dietrich Bonhoeffer wrote, God does not give us everything we want, but he does fulfill his promises, leading us along the best and straightest paths to himself. We are going to pray today about being in that place when what we want doesn't align with what God has for us at any given moment. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. This is episode 192. We are closing in on 200, which I'm going to aim at, uh, this is March 1st tomorrow, we're going to aim at April 1st, at the, the first week of April actually, which I think is the third, Monday is the third, as the 200th episode, and we're going to make a little bit of adjustment to the structure of the broadcast at that time. Before we get to the uh, whole God's timing thing, we are going to start with a bit of worship. And today we have two verses, one which I know that we have used recently, and the other, other is not one that we've used recently, but this one seems very familiar to me. Psalm 1830 says, this God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in him. And Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not human that he should lie, not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? So this idea that God is trustworthy, that he is perfection, that his his ways and his actions are perfect, and that he will absolutely follow through on what he promises. And that certainly becomes uh, important later as we are digging into this idea of his timing versus our timing. So let's just go to him in some worship this morning to open up. Lord, you are our God and your way is perfect. Your word always proves true and you are a shield for those of us who take refuge in you. Let me always be one who turns to you as a place of refuge rather than to my own strength, to my own understanding, to something that feels strong in my human world. But instead, let me always turn to you. Let you be my refuge when I need one. You are not human that you would lie. Humans, we are used to truth being optional in the human relationships. And not that it should be, but that that's kind of what happens. Humans lie. God doesn't. You don't. And we appreciate that. You also don't change your mind. You have decided from uh, before time existed about things that you would have happen in our world and when they would happen. And we have such a small piece of that understanding. So help us to recognize when those things come into conflict that will, now I'm getting started on where we're going later, but Help us to recognize that your ways are perfect, that your understanding and your knowledge and your plans are perfect and ours are not. And help us understand that when you speak, you will not lie. When you say you will do something, that you absolutely will follow through and it will be done. You do not promise and then not fulfill. Help us lean into and trust those characteristics of yours. We honor you today that that's who you are, trustworthy, perfect, and faithful. As we get into this prayer time a little farther, I pray that you would guide my words, that you would lend um, 
power isn't the word I was thinking of, but I'm not sure what I want, that, that my voice would not fail, strength maybe, that you would lend, lend, lend your strength to my voice, that you would guide and direct me in what you would have happen in this time. I pray that you would speak to each one of us and that you would find us listening and being willing to obey. In Jesus' name, amen. I was hoping I wasn't going to cough today, but that seems to not be the case. <coughs> I'm pretty sure that there is no one listening to my voice who hasn't had their own sense of appropriate timing for something that comes up against God's timing for that thing and comes out on the losing end of the difference of opinion about that timing. This happens because God's sense of time is completely different than ours. God's purposes are often completely different than ours, and his perspective is completely different than ours. He has the advantage of knowing all of human time and all of what he intends to happen over the course of that time. He knows what others are thinking and doing and feeling or not doing. He knows better than we do what we need. So when I said earlier that we have all come out on the losing side of that difference of opinion when something about when something should or shouldn't happen. It's not exactly true. That's how it feels to us. But in the long run, and from the perspective of one who knows so much more than we do, we are the winners because he is acting in our best interest, even if it doesn't feel good at the time. Years ago, at least a decade ago, I had a black lab who had surgery on her leg. And after the surgery, she wasn't allowed to do anything fun. I didn't let her play, no chasing, no fetching, no running, no walking even. All she was allowed to do was to lay down on a pillow at my feet. This was ultimate torture for a very high-energy lab, and she let me know. She complained bitterly in all of her lab ways possible to constantly trying to get me to release her from this bondage that she found herself in earlier than what was safe for her to be walking on her leg. Now, for all of us who find ourselves in similar circumstances with God, we are going to pray today about how we handle waiting on His timing. We have five verses, I think, and I'm going to read a verse and pray it, read a verse, pray it as we get through this. Ecclesiastes 3.1, a familiar verse. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. Actually, I'm going to read you the second one too. Let's do the first three together. Second Peter 3.8 says, But do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years is as one day. In Acts 1.7, he said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. So these are about how our perspective of time and our understanding of what is to happen in those times are very different than what God's are. So let's pray about that. Father, you tell us that we are not to know. That it is not our place to know all the times and seasons for things to happen. That's not really where we want to be. We want to direct and control those times and seasons and often. Forgive us for putting ourselves in your place, for trying to be the one who proclaims times, the one who directs seasons. Help us to process through our lives, through our the things that we desire, through 
those times when our perspectives differ about timing. Help us to walk through those times with that understanding. You are trustworthy, and you have proclaimed a time and a season for all things. Help us to trust that, to know that you are acting on our behalf, and to trust that you have fixed the right and proper time for all of the things. All right, Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. This speaks to the different perspective God has, the different amount of knowledge that he has about what is to come and what he wants to happen, and his motivations for those things often being different than ours. But our thoughts are not the same as his. So let's pray about that. Father, you tell us this right here. Like our, our thoughts are not the same as yours. Our perspectives are not the same. Our motivations are not the same. And our reasons for wanting things aren't the same. We often want our own comfort, our own pleasure, our own ease. And you want our growth, our righteousness, and our holiness. So Father, when we are trying to take control of a situation <coughs> like Sarah did and fulfill your promise in a faster time frame than what you have ordained it to be, I pray for your forgiveness. Pray for your wisdom and your understanding in our situations. I pray that we would learn to wait with patience. I pray that we would recognize that your perspective and ours are different. I pray that we would hunger and thirst for your presence rather than our own uh, desires, that our desires would uh, be more for your presence than those things that we are asking for. Pray that when we are in this situation, when we think something should happen now and you have ordained it for later or never, I pray that we would be submissive, that we would recognize your authority in our life for that thing, that we would walk in obedience and humility with you even when we are struggling with an unfulfilled longing or a desire, or I had another word, what was it? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, and that lost my train of thought. Give us, <laughs> give us the, the will and the wisdom to wait patiently, to be ever more concerned with abiding than receiving. Wow, that felt convicting to me. Help me be more concerned with abiding than receiving. And Galatians 6, 9 says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Father, help us to not grow weary of doing good. When we don't see the results of, that, of those actions, of those prayers, of those uh, good, uh, loving actions on our part, or even when we see them and it's not what we expect, even when we get something in response that is not what we want or expect. Help us to trust that the good that comes from acting on the Holy Spirit's promptings is no matter what the results are that we see, that the eternal kingdom results are worth it, are worth our obedience and worth our sticking our necks out sometimes, are worth our uh, putting ourselves in positions that we don't necessarily want to be in but that we act on behalf of uh, simply being obedient or of furthering your kingdom. As we, as we walk into these times, and it happens all the time, 
walk into these places where your perspective on timing is different than ours. I pray that we would, I guess wise is the word that keeps coming back to me because it encompasses this longing for righteousness and this choosing the right path and this trusting and obeying and walking in submission to your will. And so help us be all of those things. Help us be wise in those times. Help us to walk when someone else is walking through those times. Help us to not uh, reach out with cliches or uh, words that come easy, but help us love well. Help us teach us to love well when someone else is struggling in one of those times, because it's not easy. It is not a pleasant or simply sunny place to be. It's difficult. It can be painful. It can be dangerous. And I pray that you would help us be people who sit with other people's pain in a way that is loving and comforting to them and not hurtful, not painful, not cliched. Help us to be those people who love well. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, friends, thank you for bearing with all my coughing. There's going to be a lot of editing to do on this podcast episode, I'm afraid. Thank you for being with me here on the broadcast live stream. We will be back on Wednesday earlier. Today we were a little later. Wednesday will be early Wednesday morning. And if you are a podcast listener, thank you for joining us in that format. We so love to have you as a podcast listener. We are brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road, and my heart is, as we do this, that we would grow in our use of Scripture and our conversations with God. Pray that He would answer these prayers in amazing ways. But most of all, I want us to each, all of us, to fall deeper and deeper in love with the God who gave us these words. Amen. Amen.